This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. Well, the Flint water crisis is a crisis, and it is not over, and we don't know how much damage has truly been done. And there are a, there's a lot of anger because some of the officials at the congressional hearing in Washington, some officials from Flint, went absent. For nearly two years, the simple act of drinking a glass of water has been fraught with danger in the city of Flint and the state of Michigan. And today, policymakers 500 miles away started delving into why, that's the sad truth, who is to blame, and what can be done about it. The U.S. House of Representatives Committee on Oversight and Government Reform focused on Flint's water crisis, one that multiple lawmakers characterized as a failure of government on all levels. This is Michigan Governor Rick Snyder talking about that failure in government with regard to the Flint water crisis. People of Flint today, as we sit here, can they drink the water? No, we don't want them to. And that's the terrible tragedy of all this. Tonight, as the people of Flint wait and wonder if they have been poisoned by the lead in their water, Michigan Governor Rick Snyder admits he failed them and promises to fix the crisis. All medical experts agree no level of lead ingestion by anyone, especially children under the age of six, is okay. That's correct. You said last week over 100 children here in Flint have high levels of lead in their blood. How many kids is it as we sit here today? It's about 100 and some if you go back over the last couple of years. You're saying there's 100 children as of now. There may be many, many more. There could be many more, and we're assuming that. That it can mean a decline in a child's IQ forever, affect their behavior. It's linked to criminality, and it has multi-generational impacts. It can be passed on. Talk directly to the parents of Flint right now who have a child that is going to live with this. Yeah, this is awful. And again, our goal is to do whatever possible to minimize the damage, to help support them through that. This shouldn't happen. Uh, again, this is where there was a failure in government in terms of people not using common sense enough to prevent this from happening and identifying it soon enough. A local pediatrician, one of the first to discover the lead in the water here, calls the impact on the children irreversible and multi-generational. For those parents that are sitting here today and wondering, is my kid going to not reach their potential because of this? Mm -hmm. And that's going to happen to some of these kids. We know that. Dr. Monahana Atisha told me that what can be done is that you can minimize the impact through early literature programs, universal preschool, access to healthy foods, so say the calcium yeah. binds instead of the lead to the child's bones, et cetera, mental health services. She put a price tag on that, Governor, and she told me it's going to cost $100 million just to do that. Will you make sure they get $100 million? I'm not sure she would know how to put the price tag. I have reviewed recommendations she's made. And actually, a number of those actions we were already working on doing in Flint. She's done the analysis. I'm asking you again, $100 million. Will you make sure they get that if that's what they need? Well, we're making sure they get what they need. Freaking idiot. I, I don't even know where to start. I'm the mother of two children, seven and eight. 
And I mean, that those were just some an easy line of questioning, you know, to a degree. You just don't know the damage that can be done. High lead levels can be associated with ADHD, autism, learning disabilities. Carcinogens, obviously, can promote growth of cancer cells if one is genetically predisposed. We all have cancerous cells living in our body. And then bacteria. What does that do to the internal organs? What does that do to the brain? Vision, speech, hearing, motor skills. And then, of course, we know that there are many prisoners with high lead levels. There's a correlation between children that have grown up impoverished and have high lead levels and a dropout rate or a desire for drugs and using those drugs. Governor Rick Snyder should not be governor. He said the Flint water crisis is a failure in government, of which he is the head. A captain goes down with their ship, and the ship of Flint went down on his watch. He is somewhat responsible, if not directly responsible. And anyone responsible for this, directly or indirectly, in my opinion, should be charged. If ISIS poisoned the water supply anywhere in America, it would be an act of terrorism. It would be on the front page of every paper. Nobody would even be hearing about the Iowa caucus. And everybody and every politician would give a damn. Why don't we give a damn about the people of Flint? Why don't our politicians give a damn about the people of Flint? Now, some people might say, well, Leslie, there is a congressional hearing, but let's admit, that is political theater. It's slapping them on the hand in front of the country so the Congress people can say, we did something, but you didn't. Doing something's writing a check. Doing something's cleaning up that water. Doing something's punishing those involved. Doing something is providing the absolute best medical care to every man, woman, and especially child. Where are the pro-lifers up in arm that the little fetuses have been damaged by this from the pregnant women drinking this water, showering in it, bathing in it, wearing clothes washed in it? The hypocrisy in our nation makes me sick. It really does. We heard at the U.S. House of Representatives Committee on Oversight and Government Reform focusing on Flint's water crisis. One that multiple lawmakers, including the governor, who should not be governor, characterized as a failure of government at all levels. We're talking local, state, and federal. Now, what was the hearing's purpose? To generally examine the ongoing situation in Flint and specifically to review the EPA's actions to date. That really doesn't matter much to a mother whose kid might end up with a mental learning disability in the future as a result of drinking water. Because somebody made a stupid, selfish decision to save some cash and probably thought no one would notice because these are lower-income African-American inhabitants of the city for the most part. In the opening remarks, committee chairman, Congressman Jason Shavitz introduced several documents suggesting that EPA officials had not acted quickly enough in Flint in the face of numerous warnings, some of them from inside the agency. But you know what? Maybe they did. The damage had already been done. And he didn't reserve his critiques for those only in federal agencies. He called out Darnell Early, 
Darnell was Flint state-appointed emergency manager between 2013 and 2015. And according to Shavitz, Early was invited last week to testify before the committee, but told the panel he would not, and his lawyer refused a subpoena. Put a bench warrant out. What? That's what I say. Put a bench warrant out for his arrest. Early's attorney, A. Scott Bolden, told CNN yesterday that the subpoena borders on nonsensical and claimed his client needed more time to prepare and travel to the nation's capital. Can I tell you something else? I do agree to, 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 to an extent with the attorney. We don't need them in Washington in front of the camera. We need them in Michigan cleaning up the mess that they created and then resigning and then being handcuffed for the criminal acts of attempted murder of these unborn children, if nothing else. Where are the pro-lifers screaming that? By the way, there's supposed to be another Flint hearing in the coming weeks. Early is going to be there, so says his attorney. We don't need hearings. We need money and not just money thrown at things. We need change. And these people should have their day in court. By the way, U.S. Marshals have been called on to hunt early down and give him that subpoena, um, according uh, to uh, Shavitz. Now, Representative Elijah Cummings, who's the committee's top uh, Democrat, thanks Shavitz for arranging the hearing, challenged him for not calling the most critical witness of all, who is Michigan Governor Snyder, to testify. The governor is the one who appointed early, again, on his watch, captain of the ship. Now, the state took control of Flint. Why? They took the state took control. Who's in charge of the state? Governor Rick Snyder. Yes, Michigan governor. You're a governor of the state. You're in charge of the state. And you, as head of the state, appointing early are responsible, sir. You're taking over Flint due to its budget's woes. And by the way, early was ultimately in charge throughout the whole crisis. And he who did he report to the governor? Quote, we need to determine how children in the United States of America in the year 2016 have been exposed to drinking water poisoned by lead, Cummings said, very impassioned, and not by accident, by the actions of their own government. This is something we expect in Syria, not in America. Lifelong Flint resident Gladys Williamson was among those, and many of those who've lost trust. She held a bottle of brown Flint tap water in one hand, a clump of her hair in the other she called on those like Early who have not testified cowards and those who have pretty much is lying. She said, quote, they don't want to tell the truth. She said, nothing's being done. They're just going around this mountain over and over. They're beating a dead horse. They're not answering questions. They're skating around the truth. Let's talk about the truth. In order to save money, instead of continuing to have the water supply come from Detroit, they went from the Flint River. There was no appropriate testing of the water in that river, no appropriate testing of the pipes. And when it was found out that the water was contaminated, people were saying it smelled, it tasted funny, it looked funny, it was brown, people were getting sick, pediatrician found some high lead levels in children, it was ignored. The people's cries were ignored and the findings were ignored, so more people got sick. More people got sick. Yesterday, the FBI said it was joining a criminal investigation of the lead-contaminated drinking water in Flint. Amen to that. This is a crime. Somebody needs to pay. Somebody needs to go away to jail. And I think Governor Snyder ought to be among them. Uh, in a, a criminal investigation of lead-contaminated drinking water in Flint, exploring whether laws were broken in a crisis that has captured national, international attention. Yeah, the world's watching. 
The world is watching. Federal prosecutors in Michigan were working with an investigative team. That includes the FBI, U.S. Postal Inspection Service, the U.S. EPA, uh, the uh, EPA's criminal division, and a spokesperson for the U.S. Attorney's Office in Detroit. FBI spokeswoman said the agency was determining whether federal laws were broken. There's no further comment on that. EPA Administrator Gina McCarthy met with officials and community leaders in Flint. She told reporters she could not give a timeline for fixing the problem. Hell no, they don't have the money. And she said the agency was examining where it may have fallen short but declined to address the criminal probes. And Flint, which, by the way, is about 60 miles northwest of Detroit, was under the control of a state-appointed emergency manager early, under the governor, when it switched that source of its tap water from Detroit system to the Flint River. That was done in April of 2014. You do the math, folks. We are close to two years from that point, almost two years These families, these children, have been drinking, washing in, and exposed to lead, bacteria, and carcinogens in this water. Flint did switch back last October. The test found high lead levels in blood samples taken from children. The more corrosive water from the river leached more lead from the city pipes than Detroit water did. Lead is toxic. It can damage your nervous system. And unless we look at the full life of a child, we don't know how much damage will be and has been inflicted upon these children of Flint. Michigan Governor Rick Snyder extended a state of emergency in Flint until April 14th. He's repeatedly apologized for the state's poor handling of the matter. And I say an apology is not sufficient, Governor Snyder. The ability to seek criminal charges under U.S. environmental laws is limited, according to a law professor at Wayne State University in Detroit, who is a former federal prosecutor. He said prosecutors need to find something egregious, like a knowingly false statement. He said, quote, you need something that is false to build a case. But see, look, I'm not a lawyer, but there's got to be something to people reporting their problems and the government ignoring it. And the government ignoring it, not taking proper safety measures when making the change of the word. There's got to be some kind of a legal violation there. So let me ask you, state officials were in... The uh, lead in April 2014 when Flint's water supply was switched as a cost-cutting measure from Lake Huron via Detroit's water system to the Flint River. By the way, look at the Flint River, look at Lake Huron, Google it. Just looking at it, you can tell Flint is more polluted. Anyway, despite the fact that Flint's water system was 19 times more corrosive, just looking at it, according to researchers from Virginia Tech, considering the crisis has now turned into a $1 billion with a B dollar problem, would it be safe to say that officials made the wrong choice? How the hell could this decision be allowed to go through in America in 2016? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Flint's emergency manager between 2013 and 2015, Darnell Early, was appointed by Governor Snyder. Neither of these men have testified before the House Oversight Committee. Early was subpoenaed and didn't show. Should they be forced to show up? Did their lack of leadership help lead to this tragedy? And what should happen to them? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is the number. Why was Governor, and I gotta tell you something, if somebody did this to my kid, I would be hard pressed not to drive my vehicle back and forth over their bodies. Why was Governor Rick Snyder not called to the first U.S. House of Representatives Committee on Oversight and Government Reform on Flint? Does that make any sense to you? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Over 100 confirmed cases of lead poisoning have been confirmed in children in Flint. Over 100. Should Snyder and Early be not only fired, but arrested and tried in court for the damage? How about attempted murder? At least 
Manslaughter, attempted manslaughter for the damage they're responsible for causing? I believe so. How about you? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And how in the year 2016 are children and families in America being exposed to lead-contaminated water? And worse, how did this happen under the watch of their own government? 8886 Leslie, 888 We're talking to you. Some of you are in Michigan or Flint or that area. We want to hear from you. 8886 Leslie, follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. Back after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 8886 I'm Leslie Marshall, and I want to start with Mark in Warren, Michigan, Line 4, listening on Progressive Voices. Hi, Mark. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Now, you live around 50 miles from Flint, right? Almost as far as uh, or the distance between uh, Detroit and Flint, correct? Right, right. That's pretty close. Mark, Mark, what what is your feeling about the situation, and what is the conversation there among people uh, in and around the Flint area, like in Warren, where you are? Well, in Warren, I, you know, uh, we're hooked up to Detroit's water system, which has its own set of problems. But um, in terms of the Flint water system, there's a, lot, a large group of people in, all around this area, the Tri-County area, Macomb, Wayne, Oakland. Which okay, hold on, problem. hold on. i got to take a break. I went long. I'm not trying to mess you up there. I want to hear what you have to say. We'll be back right after this. Mark and Warren, Michigan, don't go away. We're talking about Flint and the water crisis there, which continues and will continue, unfortunately, if not in the water, in the bodies of those of Flint for years to come. We were talking with Mark and Warren, Michigan, on line four. Mark, thank you for holding welcome back. Uh, Mark was telling us what he and others there think and that he gets his water from Detroit the way Flint used to. You live about 50 miles from Flint. Please continue, Mark. Uh, yeah, well, I was just going to say, you know, it's a pretty populous area around here, Metro Detroit, and there's there is quite a few people around here that are calling for the resignation of the uh, dictator uh, Schneider. There, uh, you know, if the Democrats and, and this is a big problem in the state of Michigan, I think with the Democratic Party here in the state of Michigan, they never really offered up any kind of really viable candidates to go against these Tea Party Republicans. So. The western half of the state, you know, kind of goes the way of, uh, you know, the Tea Party. And then, you know, the more populated city areas such as Warren and Detroit and all that have a much more Democratic base with the UAW and all that being here. So, but uh, I always filter my water, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, definitely. But some people say, can it filter Can it filter out lead? Um, okay, I agree, I agree with you. This guy definitely, I mean, I don't understand how you don't step down or if you say, 
I'm not. I'm going to work alongside your next governor, and I'm going. I'm not going to run again, or you know, I'm. I'm going to see this through, and then I'm going to uh, quit. Um, has there been talk about a recall election inside uh, of the uh, Flint area in Michigan? I know that um, uh, for the governor and, and statewide there. I know that's been talked about here in California. Looking at your state, because we've had a recall. Well, you know, they they tried it when he first got elected, and uh, unfortunately, it was you know it didn't it didn't get enough wheels. You know the, you know there's just not enough organization in this state. You know for being a, a solidly democratic state for so many years, and right. you know it just there's there's no kind of wheels in motion here. You would think why. that, you, but but Mark, you would think this would put those wheels in motion, no? You would really think it would, but you know like either like the people on the east side of the state maybe they're not getting out and voting as they should you know uh, maybe that's not accessible to them or for whatever reason the western side of the state has taken over you know the senate yeah. and the, you know the, the the all the houses you know all the all the branches of the the government here the republicans and the tea party guys have taken them over so you know democrats are really minimalized and i don't see anybody in the national you know democratic party doing anything to change that you know, I mean, what the union was once the strong thing in the state here, and, you know, I mean, we, we had a good democratic, you know, socialist, if you want to call it that, kind of a backbone here where, you know, people actually did things and, and things got done. So, you know, now it just seems like, you know, it's all been bought and privatized now. The school systems are all privatized around here, and, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, they, they sell kids' lunches, for, you know, for two two dollars or two fifty a lunch that cost them less than a dollar. So um, it, yeah, yeah. That, it's again cutting costs, cutting costs, and, and what is how the much, cost? How much in can London? you buy for that? You know what I mean? It's just like the water thing. How much savings did they gain by by poisoning the lives of many people? It's not just the you know the two hundred children. It's all the tourists that came through there. You know, there's a huge tourist. You know that Flint is right off of I-75, and that's a major tourist line right up to the upper part of Michigan, which is a major tourist destination. And let me tell you, a lot of people probably stopped in Flint, and they're probably regretting stopping there and having a little drink at the rest area there. <laughs> it's very, very true. Very true. I Thank- mean, you know, not to, not to make light of the situation or anything. Oh God, but, no. You know, you know, if they knew this was going on for two years, then somebody should be prosecuted. And if we see a lot like of birth, de- if we see a lot of birth defects, God forbid, in women having children over you the, know, of the next mean, year, and, and the population there doesn't need any more setbacks because they were already set back from years and years of defunding, and you know, General Motors moving in and out of the area, saying, "Oh, if you don't give us these tax abatements for, you know, these property taxes, we'll move our business elsewhere." That's the big threat around here, you know, especially in Warren. There's a lot of automotive activity around here. And if the mayor, who's a Republican, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, Warren is the third largest city in the state of Michigan. And if they, if, they, if they don't give them the tax abatements for GM, Ford, and Chrysler, they move their business to Mexico or wherever some other state that has, you know, right to work, you know. And uh, nothing ever gets said or done about it in this state, you know. And uh, I've, I've even went to the Democratic headquarters, and I even questioned Debbie Stabenow about it, who is can be a good senator at times. But um, I like Senator know, Stabenow. I, I like. I do. I've I had like Chinese food with her and Diet Coke in her office in Washington. Uh, she, you know, she's a good not, I'm not bad mouthing her or anything like that. But I asked her why things weren't getting done. You know, when when why why they were uh, seeking when this is when they were going back and trying to get these auto loans going, which you know. Right. That's fine that they bailed them out and everything, but when they when they are going to loan GM uh, millions and billions of dollars, and GM is working with China over there to develop battery, you know, 
technology to come into the vault and everything that's going to be sold over here. So GM is developing in China, and meanwhile, right across the street from the Democratic headquarters, the GM central plant over there at the tech center, they're laying off 86,000 people back in 2008. And I questioned her on that, and I, I didn't really get a response. So, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's another one of these Dick Snyder things, you know. I mean, <laughs> there, is, there is no answer, I guess, you know. I mean, if you don't prosecute him, he goes free, just like he did at Gateway. He bankrupts the company, and he gets away, and they elect him governor. I guess that's a good thing in Republican land. When you bankrupt something, that's a good thing, like, like blowhard Trump. Yeah, you get rewarded, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. maybe the la- maybe the last Snyder to run for president. All right, thank. Yeah, you know. uh, yeah no, no, no jokes. Unfortunately, the way it works in GOP land. I hear you, Mike. Thank you for calling. Please, Mark, sorry, I'm renaming you there, love. Uh, thank you for calling. Please do again. I'd love to hear from you. We can talk to you about other issues than Flint there in the great state of Michigan. Thank you for the call. Let's go to another great state with M, where I hail from, Massachusetts. And we go to Maryland in Massachusetts. It's a good thing I'm not drinking and it's Friday happy hour. Line three, Maryland, good afternoon. Hi. Hi. I had a thought. Um, if there's something in the water that's corrosive enough to pull lead out of pipes, what is that? And is it still in the water when it comes out the tap? I think it's a valid question because one of the things that I mentioned today and we found in our research for this show is that there is a certain level of lead in the Detroit water system. And that lead was just much higher than that. I mean, hey, look, I don't want to get you guys grossed out, but, you know, I'm not going to mention the name of the company, but Chicken Something Nuggets. um, There's a certain level of feces allowed in that. Okay, I know I've ruined the nuggets for everyone from here on out. I know that. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying that what we, although we have very high standards in some way, um, there are certain people that aren't looking at standards. So it's not like zero lead is getting through, but the river and then the pipes and then not just lead, carcinogens and bacteria as well. Right. Yeah, it's a horrible situation. Criminal. I agree. So do you think cuffs should be put on some of these people? Definitely. Start with the governor. Will it ever happen? I doubt it. So what do you think happens? He quits. Nobody can fire him except the people, and the people better have a good memory with this and not reelect him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if the people of Michigan reelect Governor Snyder, they are basically saying we don't care about poor black lives, or poor white lives for that matter. Yeah. I'd like to get a rain barrel. <laughs> Pretty hard to hook up your whole house water system to a rain barrel, but it, yeah. All right, Marilyn, thank you for the call. Thank you. Thank you for joining you- us. Let's go to New Mexico on line two with Madonna. Madonna, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, thank you. You know, the one thing I just want to say is that this has been going on longer than the two years, Leslie. I used to work for a homeopathic pharmaceutical company, and my territory was Michigan, Novi, Farmington, you know, Framington, all of that area. And the one thing that a couple of my doctors told me was that the water in Flint was horrible. And this was like seven or seven years ago. And they used to have some celebrities that lived in the area that when they closed some kind of big um, in industry down, there had been water or waste put into the um, river, 
and they tested it. And these celebrities left their homes. I mean, I'm talking million-dollar homes that ended up being sold for $20,000, $30,000 because they couldn't live there because they weren't going to live there with the water like that. And, you know, these are three to four doctors that had mentioned this to me about Flint. So, therefore, this has been going on for a lot longer than just two years. You know what? It's interesting you say that because I thought, I wonder if there were levels not high enough to be detected, but that could do damage long term. Mm-hmm. And then when this, you know, this peaked, the exposure peaked, then it, you know, it registered on the radar, if you will. So it's interesting that you say that. It is something that crossed my mind. Oh, Madonna, and, thank and, and you. Oh, go ahead. I go just ahead. wanted to say one thing that I really think that should happen to the um, governor. He should definitely be criminal. And what they should do is they should import Flint water, and he should have that in his cell to bathe and to drink. All right, we're got, we're starting to sound like Republicans. All right, uh, but but it is it is tempting that whole eye for an eye in the vengeance, Madonna. Yeah, I know. Let, I guess if we're gonna hurt anybody, you know, let the politicians feel what the kids do, right? We'll take a break. We'll be back when we come back. Those of you holding. I will take your calls. If you want to join me, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. Back after this. Leslie Marshall. Real people. Real life. Real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Taking your halls about Flint, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Also, Massachusetts, Cosmo joins us, line two. Cosmo, good afternoon and welcome. What is your opinion on this crisis and the government of Flint and of Michigan? Well, I I just wanted to point out something that uh, is in many municipal water supplies, which is fluoride. And fluoride as an alternate use as an etching in the glass industry. It's like an etching uh, compound, so it, it in itself is a corrosive agent, and in the wrong combination of pipe and you know in the wrong application, that can add to uh, residual lead in the water supply that people may not know. Okay, so this is, that, I don't this think is that's an area that's in this not particular my issue, but I but I figure that you know while you're on this subject of corrosives and things in the water supply, that people should know that that uh, fluoride is a, is a corrosive agent. So I mean that's mainly what I wanted to express. Okay, so. th- th- thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate your call, Cosimo. You have to call us more with scientific stuff in the future. <laughs> uh, let's go to the Bronx next, where Michael is on line one. Michael, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. How are you? Good. You know, I hope many people that are listening took note of your first caller, Mark. I mean, he really exposed the sinister governor of his. And I'm calling him out. Yes, Michael from the Bronx, African-American, calling Rick Snyder to be a low-down, dirty racist because he has had it in for... Wait, wait, wait. Why, Michael? Michael. Why is he a racist? Yes, Flint has a, a population of African-Americans, but African-Americans aren't the only people who are affected by this, Michael. I mean, let's be honest. 
if it's inflated, from my understanding, it's um, a population of largely African Americans, if not all. But he also has had a history of um, voter disenfranchisement, committing all sorts of federal civil rights violations against African Americans, even to the point of trying to excuse or justify police abuse. The guy's been on record for doing a whole bunch of notorious things towards African Americans and anybody that opposes him. All right, so if anybody wants. Um, a federal charge, you know, federal civil rights violation right there in terms of the contaminating of the water. He knew about this for years. People have informed him, and he did nothing or said nothing. And only thing that he is going to say is, well, well, well Michael, 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 I, I understand racist, but again, if you look at the racial makeup of Flint, um, it depends on what year, because the 2000 census, 53.27% were African-American. However, the demographic of the city has changed. It was uh, well over 100,000 and 2,000, over 100,000 a few years ago. It's under 100,000, around 99,000. So approximately half of the population is African-American. Uh, approximately okay, nearly, so... nearly, wait, nearly half is white. You also have Native Americans, Asians, Pacific Islanders, and other races. Um, and and uh, there are some people that are mixed races that don't have a box, so they come under other. And then there's also uh, Hispanic and, and Latino um, um, Americans there as well. So in other words, more than half would, would be people of color if you had Asia, Pacific Island, Native American, Hispanic. Um, but, you know, we're talking about nearly 45 percent are white. Okay, I want to trust, I want to trust your um your info, because definitely that was news to me from what I heard before, but it does not. Well, I mean, it, it, it. one could one could let's why don't we just say, you know, I don't think this was skin color, but I do I do think that the socioeconomic status of these people, um, you know, I, I think that when people started noticing a change in the water and the taste and the smell and the color. If these had been a bunch of rich folks, regardless of color, but, uh, yeah, white rich folks especially, something would have been done earlier, in my opinion. Absolutely, Leslie. And so I think it's more that- about I think it's more about level of um, finances and perhaps education uh, that were being education. oppressed here than than color necessarily. Economic, all right, I, I definitely go along with that. That's for sure. It still doesn't excuse. Like nobody's, like the poor the people don't have the resources to make a big enough uh, stink or noise about this. Nobody's going to listen to them. You know, just ignore it and it will but go away because they don't have the money, uh, you know, the means and they, and they don't, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're not necessarily the brightest stars. These are not Harvard graduates necessarily living in Flint. I'm sure some Harvard grads do, but I would imagine that's not the majority of the but population. The I'm sure that's we- how they looked at it. But that's the thing, Leslie. You just hit the nail on the head. These are people. This is definitely a human no issue. And no question. No question. They're all gone well that he would not tolerate if it was done to him. He's going things to say is, well, it was in the right wing going to say is, well, it was a mistake. We apologize. Mistake and apologize my ass. No, you no. A mistake, a mistake is the water supply accidentally, a pipe was moved from left to right. It was somebody's accident that led to that. No. This was a deliberate change in the supply the water came from, the delivery method of that supply. There were so many deliberate steps 
uh, that were taken. There's no way this could ever have been considered or called, and neither and are they saying I, this was an accident. And Leslie, before I go, I, I got to say, I applaud you 100%, and you yourself deserve an hourly for questioning. Where are the pro-lifers in this? There's nobody around. You know this. There we have again. There we have again. People like rich white fetuses as well. Thank you, Michael. Um, uh, uh, th- thank you. Thank you, Michael. Um, uh, just want to uh, share. Let me see. Let me see here on Twitter. We got a lot of tweets going on. Let me just hit the right button. I don't need you all to be verified. Anyway, uh, Stephen uh, tweets, Michigan, the state that liberals, Dems, and unions built and destroyed enough said. Stephen, if I say it once, I say it again. I, the political, if these, if, if Snyder's a Republican, and this was on his watch, and I am not mentioning that he's a Republican. And the reason I don't mention he's a Republican is this is not a Republican or a Democratic sin. This is a governmental sin. By the state of Michigan, under the watch of Governor Snyder, the individual he appointed in charge of this who made this decision, and all those governmental authorities, I don't care if they're Democrats or Republicans, they're all equally guilty. If a child is exposed to high lead bacteria and carcinogens in their water, I don't care if there's a D or an R on that politician's chest. They're responsible and they're guilty, in my opinion. Chris says we can't use federal funds because this isn't a natural disaster. It's man-made, so Michigan's going to have to fix it. True that. They don't have the money. Murph tweets, it's Love Canal and Flint. Unfortunately, yes. Pablo tweets, um, uh, Snyder belongs in prison. I agree. Uh, Mike tweets, uh, the only way to do it is to use emergency funds. Federal or FEMA. No one would complain. Water's too important. Give them anything they need. Unfortunately, Mike, there are some who would complain. Uh, Kelly tweets, again, making it political. So the Dems who've ran Flint forever and EPA told Flint, no, no, no. You cannot ignore the, the Republican in charge who made the decision and his boss, the Republican who appointed him, if you want to play that game. Roger says, I totally agree with you on your position about Flint. Roger, it happens to the best of us. You will agree with me one day, all of you. It's scary. Bunker Hill Bunny tweets, of liberal Democrats actually knew how to run city budgets, Flint wouldn't be in this mess. No, not true. This is not about a city budget. The city of Flint has been losing people, has been losing jobs and industry. As more and more big corporations have shipped jobs overseas, more and more Americans buy products not made in America. More and more rich people decide not to put their plants here, not to, not to invest in America. And by the way, that includes Flint and the other cities of Michigan like Detroit. It takes a village to build a city and to destroy it. I don't care what color cape you're wearing and if it has a D or an R. Those are the facts. I'm Leslie Marshall. Have a great rest of the hump day. We'll be back tomorrow on Thursday. Hope you will as well. Catch me on Happening Now tomorrow at 1.30 p.m. Eastern on the only true democracy in talk radio. Don't go. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>